Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host of That Girl, the podcast. I'm an author, performer, two-time Emmy Award winner, human relationship specialist, and founder of the wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. Each week, I bring on inspiring people and experts in their field to have powerful, motivational, and enlightened conversations about relationships, self-development, and how you can live your most authentic life. Follow us for daily updates on myself and the podcast at That Girl the Podcast and at Jackie Brubaker on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and our Patreon page. While you're at it, make sure to check out my new wellness website, loveyouevenmore.com. If you're wanting to dig into developing more self-worth, be healthier about relationships, and learn how to date smarter, go to loveyouevenmore.com and follow us on Instagram at loveyouevenmore. Hey guys, it's Jackie, host of That Girl the Podcast. I'm going to do a quick solo episode on podcasting. So podcasting is awesome and people have really been getting into it. It's becoming this entirely new form of media that is really taking off and it's just something that I never actually thought I would get into and got into in this very random way. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story and how podcasting has been going for me, some, I think, tricks of the trade, and different ways if you are interested in starting a podcast that you can start and how to kind of do that. Okay. So first of all, I would just like to say that I am super old school. I have been listening to this American Life, which is on NPR, as a podcast since before time. Like it was a radio show. And my boyfriend at the time was like, oh, you can download it as a podcast. And I was like, what's a podcast? I'm talking like, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago or something when nobody knew a podcast were and there were like two. So that was one. And I just thought it was very cool because, you know, I'm sort of an old soul <laughs> and uh, I really like radio. I really like the idea of hearing story, having it be told, having interviews. I even love like old radio shows where they used to have music and sound effects and all of the things. It's, it's a really interesting kind of um, media format for me that I thought was interesting. And then when podcasting started taking off like wildfire, I don't know personally what it was that started the trend. It was probably Joe Rogan, but you know, something happened and people were like, Ooh, this is so interesting. And who wouldn't want to basically catch up on things that are fascinating to them, whether it's news or politics or entertainment or just funny stuff, you know, while they're walking or running or driving their car to work. That's kind of when we all, oh, sorry, I did not put my phone on a vibrate. Okay. That's when we're all listening to podcasts mostly. So the reason I got into podcasting was that my girlfriend who literally just texted me, the ding you heard was from her. So it's like, she can feel it. <laughs> she had been telling me that I should start a podcast. And I was like, but why? <laughs> like, what am I going to talk about now? To be fair, I do have a background in interviewing celebrities and entertainment professionals. I do have a journalism background where I have done a lot of work in that realm. So it's not like interviewing is 
foreign to me. Um, but when it came to starting a podcast, I just had never thought about doing it because I just didn't know what I would really talk about. So during the pandemic, the very beginning of it, um, I am not the type to just sit down on my ass and do nothing. And I thought, you know, I'm going to finally published my novel, That Girl, a Novel, which is everywhere you can find your novels. And no, I'm just kidding. It's on Amazon and um, what is it? Audible. You can find it everywhere. But I had gone through an agent and a manager. I'd done the whole traditional book publishing thing. And I decided to self-publish, which again, very happy I did so. I might do a regular pub deal in the future. You know, <laughs> who knows what'll happen. But I thought I'll publish my book and then I'll create the podcast to go with it, which is why it's called That Girl, the Podcast. This was not some play on the whole, I'm that girl. Well, I mean, it kind of is in the book, but it was not supposed to be like a podcast about becoming that girl. But I mean, it did sort of turn into that, <laughs> which I think is point number one. When you were beginning a podcast, it is important to pick a topic that you can grow with because it needs to be something that you're passionate about. It needs to be something that you could do all day, every day. And it needs to be something that you really connect with and other people hopefully connect with. Now that doesn't mean it doesn't, it has to be very broad. It could actually be very niche, which is very important because there are people who want a podcast on you know, picket like Trekkies who always go to Comic-Con who also are really involved with like this one specific character, whatever, get niche with it. And that is my first point of advice is choose something that you're really passionate about. And it doesn't matter if it's broad or if it's tiny, but if you can make it specific to you and you think a few other people might be interested, I promise you they are. So I thought I'll start my podcast with my book in mind. I'll have the audio version of me reading a chapter, and then I'll have another episode that week of a discussion about the chapter, kind of like a book club for the book, which I thought was brilliant. Okay. I was like, oh, this is so smart. Everybody's going to love this. This is great. Um, and you know, it was okay. Like it was fine. But again, I didn't go into podcasting thinking like, oh, this is going to make me tons of money and I'm going to be famous and of all the things. I was like, I, I don't really care. It's a marketing tool to get my book out. That's where my brain was. So I have a few episodes, you know, they're coming out they're coming out weekly. It's very important. Choose a day, usually Wednesdays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I would say are really good days to post and you have to be consistent. So I had had a pretty, well, it's still pretty popular <laughs> YouTube series called Reluctant Housewife. And if you're into learning how to cook, bake, and do home improvement around your house, you're really going to like it. And it's on YouTube. And I had a website for years and I would do weekly episodes. So for like five years, I had been doing weekly episodes of Reluctant Housewife. So I was already like in the mode of, and knowing that you have to stay consistent because that's how people start to get to know you. They do not get to know you because you posted once or twice, hey guys, I've got a podcast, come watch it or listen to it or both. They're gonna be like, what? 
or they're not even going to see it. They're just going to scroll past it because we're so busy and we're not paying attention. And we have the attention spans of gnats these days. So consistency and constantly posting about your episodes. Now, if this is new to you and you're not a big poster, this is going to feel incredibly uncomfortable. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel like a narcissist. I feel so self-indulgent. I don't want to promote like this. I don't like this. I don't even know what I'm doing. And that's fine because that is par for the course. That is exactly how you're going to feel. So if you feel that way, guess what? You are on the right path. You are doing the right thing. Um, So definitely choosing a day that your podcast is going to come out. Mine comes out every Wednesday. And then making sure that it comes out every Wednesday, every week. Now, I have a lot of admiration and I give a lot of respect to people who do multiple podcasts a week. I don't know how you do that. I, I just don't. But I will say that posting once a week is usually just right for listeners because once you've been posting for a while, so I've been in my podcast for about a year and a half, <clears throat> excuse me, um, there are back episodes that they can go listen to. So if someone just discovers your podcast and they're like, oh, I really like this, they can start going back and listening to the other ones. And I tell you what, guys, that's how I get most of my views. It's not about how many views I'm getting per week. It's about how many views, downloads, I should specify, downloads I'm getting every single week for multiple episodes. And so, so don't get all hung up on like, oh, I only have this many downloads for this episode of this week. Like you need to give it a moment to start generating activity. So with that said, here's point number two. Point number two is that my podcast was pretty like quiet for about a couple months or so, maybe two, three months. And that's what I expected, right? I had no expectations of anything. I was like, cool, whatever. I'm just happy to be doing these. And then I had people reach out, which was super surprising to me too. Because again, I think that, you know, this, maybe we can all relate. Like when you post something, you're not expecting like people to like notice or care. Maybe that's just me. (laughs) Maybe I just have insecurity issues. But anyway, I just assume people are too busy. They're just like, whatever, whatever. And so when strangers started reaching out, In fact, the first stranger that reached out, she is the author of, you know, the whole conscious uncoupling um, idea. And and she coined that and she was on Goop with like Gwyneth Paltrow and she like reached out to me and I was like, well, of course you can be on the podcast. I don't know why you want to be, but yes, I would love that because while the podcast did begin as a discussion of my book, those discussions were interesting to people, right? They were talking about relationships and, you know, work and the industry as in like the entertainment industry and all kinds of different like human things that people are going through, which again, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or if you're just beginning to, you can see that's what this is all about. My podcast is all about human relationships, self-development and becoming a better human, right? I love bringing on inspiring people to talk about inspiring things, which most people like to listen to. So she reached out and immediately we had an interview. Again, not to do with the book. It was just a lone interview. And after that, I was like, 
oh, I want to pivot. <laughs> I just, I just want to pivot. This is what I want to do. So there's my third point. If you've started a podcast and you suddenly are feeling that something feels like it could go in a different direction, do it. Just go in a different direction. Now, again, let's use the whole Star Trekky thing. You know, like if you've started this podcast about Star Trekky, blah, 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 and you pivot into, I'm suddenly now going to be a dating coach, it's going to be quite the pivot. So maybe be careful, maybe just start a new podcast <laughs> about that instead. Um, but when it's a slight pivot and you're just kind of going with what your audience is telling you, because you can see it in your downloads what they're going for, what they're looking at. And I will tell you, once I did this interview with this woman, my downloads spiked immediately. And I was like, oh my God, people want this. And I love talking about this. And this feels right to me. Now, do not hop on a trend, whether the trend is sort of happening to you or you're watching other trends and think, I'm going to do that too. Mm, I'm going to do it. Unless you truly are in that field, doing that, that's part of what you are and who, what you think and feel and all of it, and it feels really natural, then you can do it. But if you are not part of it and you're just like, cool, I'm just going to hop on this trend and hope it like takes off for me, people feel that, they see right through it, and nobody is going to listen because it's not genuine. So don't try to fake people out by being disingenuous with a trend in your podcast. Again, first rule, first piece of advice, do a podcast on something that you are actually passionate and know something about. Okay, cool. I think I really ground that in. <laughs> so I pivoted and now the podcast is what it is. I did a little tiny tweak as well, where I thought for just a half second, I'm really passionate about business and money and entrepreneurship and all of that. And so I did kind of focus on that for a little while, which was very cool and got some really inspiring people on. But again, they were still inspiring people and I was still coming from a very human place with them. So that made sense in the podcast. And I could pivot a little bit more into relationships or a little bit more into self-development and kind of find where I was feeling good too, and where my downloads were feeling good. So now at this point, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm doing my interviews. Things are good. And suddenly it just took off. Now, does this mean that your podcast is going to have, you know, some fluke, like crazy thing and just take off like-minded? I don't know. Cause it was just what happened for me. I will say this though. Do not be afraid to reach out or if they reach out to you to smaller streaming services. I have worked with Mixerbox, which is a smaller streaming service that came to me and was like, we are interested in putting your podcast on our platform. Are you interested? And I was like, sure. I don't care. Everybody more the merrier. Let's do it. And that is my most popular streaming service. That's where the majority of my downloads come from. Now, of course, they're picking up on bigger platforms as well, but it doesn't matter because I've got an audience. Now let's talk about, this is my, what are we on for? My fourth piece of advice is your audience and being really truthful to them. Now, when you care about your audience, you think of them as people like, oh, here's a really good example. I've read this before. I thought this was so great. 
let's say you've had 200 downloads that week, right? Think of that as literally you're speaking to 200 people. Now imagine those 200 people in an auditorium, in actual seats in front of you. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing if you spoke to 200 people and they were listening? That's what 200 downloads looks like. Now, if it's anything even above that, just imagine what a thousand downloads looks like or 5,000 or 10 or more than that. That's like stadiums of people watching and listening to you. So remember when you're speaking to them, you know that you're talking to people who are genuinely paying attention to you, who are genuinely choosing your podcast to listen to because they like what you are saying and what you are, you know, and who you're bringing on and you're developing more of their life for them too. They're learning, they're growing, they're feeling, they're relating. It's all of that. Like my whole life is about human connection and wanting people to grow and myself wanting to always grow. And so that's when I think about my audience, I'm like, you guys are in that tribe too. Let's do it together. Let's just keep moving and growing and evolving. So really make sure that, you know, don't half-ass anything. And like, let me just be honest here too. Sometimes I've shown up to podcasts where I'm really tired. Like I'm almost in grad school very soon. (laughs) I am at the very end of my bachelor's and I am almost in grad school for psychology. I'm going to be a psychologist and it's a lot of work. And I come in and sometimes I'm just exhausted but I get reinvigorated by my guests. I get so excited by them coming on and them being excited to talk to me and I have to show up and it changes my whole energy level. So when you come into a podcast, even if you're feeling lousy, don't cancel on the person or even if it's just you doing the podcast, don't cancel. Do it anyway. Just get in there be truthful, talk about what you were going to talk about. And people will will respect that and they'll appreciate that because, okay, here's the fifth piece of advice too. I have been, I've never been so vulnerable and so open about who I am and what I think and verbally saying what I think more so than I have been in the last year and a half. I've always been a very private person and I'm vocal and open with my close friends. Like they know, but I'm not really like that on social media. And I'm not in generally like in generally, uh, you know, I'm tired. Um, I'm not in general that public on social media and either, but when I choose to be, I am like, I really am. So I'm not like posting every day, like, this is how I'm feeling, or this is what I think. I just do it when it feels right. And having a podcast, you have to be vulnerable and people freaking love that because they want to know that they're not alone. It really goes in part with what I just said. So just make sure that you're showing up as your vulnerable self. Don't hold back. Don't be afraid of, oh, I'm going to embarrass myself, or maybe I shouldn't tell this story about me because, you know, someone else is involved or whatever. You decide what works for you and what, you know, boundaries you have with others. But I tell you what, it's been this incredible load off my shoulders to actually be me and to, to just understand like, 
I, I don't know how to explain it. it. It's kind of like when you start hearing your own voice uh, with opinions or with thoughts or with stories said back to you in a recording, it's so different than, as a lot of you know, I'm a singer. So I'm used to hearing my voice, no problem. Or like acting, I can watch myself act, it's fine. But I've never heard myself speak about subjects until recently. And it's, you know, really scary at first to be like, wow, this is my opinion. My voice matters. And that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure, but it's also the sort of, I'm forgetting which word I want to use, but it's kind of the honor that you get as a podcaster is that if you are coming in with real intention to spread the word of something, you know, hopefully it's good. (laughs) but you're coming in to try to help others or create, you can tell how tired I am. I'm so sorry. See, but I showed up anyway. (laughs) You're giving people an opportunity to listen. And that is very honorable to me. I feel very honored to do that for you and that you are listening. And even if I sound kind of tired right now, you're still listening and I appreciate it. Okay. So here's some quick fundamentals of like, well, how do I even start a podcast? I don't even know how. Okay. So the streaming platform that I use to host my podcast is called Buzzsprout. They're super easy, very user-friendly. Also the people that work there, if you ever have a problem, you can call them and they'll answer the phone and help you. And it's incredible. I love them. I temporarily moved over to a different platform just for a half a minute, and I actually moved back to Buzzsprout. That's how much I love them. So Buzzsprout, and I'm not even endorsing them right now. Like this is not, I'm not being paid whatsoever, Um, but they're fantastic. If you're looking for a place to host your podcast, that's easy, that makes sense. Um, You get to keep all your rights. It's not like you're signing anything away. Different platforms actually will have those stipulations. So really make sure that you keep your rights. (laughs) Um, And then for smaller things like, well, how do I find a mic or what do I do? I'm using the Blue. Blue uh, microphone company is fantastic. I'm just using their Snowball because I like the way my voice sounds with it. I have more of a sort of uh, feminine, uh, tinny smaller kind of voice. And so I actually do well with this microphone. Um, you can put me on a different mic. I'll sound a little bit different. I'll sound a little bit richer, but because this is more natural to the way I sound in real life, this is the type of mic I like to use. Um, it's also a USB mic, which is great when you're first starting out, or if you're just lazy like me, I'm a, I'm a lazy person when it comes to setup. I don't want to take a ton of time to set up. I kind of just like to plug and go, which is exactly what this mic is. You can literally plug it into your laptop, boom, ready to go. It connects straight to Zoom and all of that stuff. Now, when I'm actually editing my podcast, um, I have a whole like audio engineering background. I was in music for a very long time. I was a producer, a songwriter, and a singer, all of that stuff. I taught myself how to engineer. So When I went into podcasting, I was like, oh, this is going to be the easiest part of it for me because I know how to do this. But for those of you who have never, ever used GarageBand (laughs) or Audacity or something like that, um, it's very user-friendly as well. And the school of YouTube is there to help. I use GarageBand. Um, It's so easy. 
It is so user-friendly. You can just drag your audio file from Zoom and just stick it in there and go ahead and edit the things you need to edit. Of course, it will take time to learn how to edit, but it will be much faster if you're using something like GarageBand or Audacity. Audacity, sorry. (laughs) Um, Then download. Yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Like It takes a minute to learn how to do things, and I will admit that it will be frustrating in the beginning. You know, you'll questions will come up like, should I pay for my um, my song? So the song that I used for that girl is a you know licensed song that I paid for, and it was a little pricey, but I was like, I like this song, and now I have it forever, and I don't have to worry about any kind of royalty stuff, and it's we're good to go. Like we're fine. So I would definitely suggest maybe paying for something if you're really serious about this. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to fix my hair. Um, Or, you know, if not, you can always just grab something from YouTube. They have great little audio files that are, you know, free to license and you can just take them and it's easy. But if you are serious about this, I would kind of start with a song that you're probably going to keep for the long run. People change their minds energies change. I may not always have my song probably for a while I will, but you know, it may change in the future. And I think that's the most important part of all of this is that change happens. You change, the world changes, your topics may change, but if you choose a podcast that again, feels so good to you that you don't have to be like, Oh my God, what am I going to talk about this week? Oh my gosh. And you can just keep coming up with stuff. You know you've chosen the right niche. So I think that's about it. I think we've pretty much covered most of the stuff. Um, I will put links to different things I mentioned, like my mic and um, Buzzsprout and all of that stuff in the show notes. But you know, if you guys have like questions about starting a podcast, uh, go ahead and just email me at Jackie at thatgirlthepodcast.com. And I can try to help you as much as I can. But seriously, there's so many tutorials out there. Hopefully this has kind of helped you too. Just do it for you, you guys. Anything creative, you've got to do it for you. Because if you do it on a trend, if you do it because someone said you should, but you don't really feel it, but you're like, ah, but you're right. It's a good idea. It's going to feel like such work and you're going to hate doing it. And if it becomes successful and then you still don't like doing it, it's going to feel like an obligation that you don't want to do anymore. And it's going to suck even more. So choose a topic for a podcast that you feel really passionate about and just go with it, you know? And when decide, here's another fun fact too. When I started the podcast, I really didn't think it was going to last longer than like nine months (laughs) because that's as many, um, or what was it? How many chapters do I have in the book? Oh, maybe it was like 21 chapters. I I don't actually remember. You should go buy it and read it. Go buy that girl, a novel on Amazon. Um, but I just thought, Oh, well, 21 episodes. Perfect. You know, that that's it. And it'll be over. And there was something about giving myself like an endpoint that made it like, well, cool. Like if I don't want to do this after that, I did what I set out to do and I accomplished it and we're good. You know, I can always say I had a podcast, but again, things 
always change. So just be really flexible with everything and just go with it because you have no idea what's going to happen. I never could have anticipated anything that happened for me. And it's still its own journey. I mean, I love doing this podcast and I plan on doing it for years and years to come. And I'm so interested to see what it's going to turn into and the kind of guests I'm going to be able to have on. I'm already getting just incredible people. I've been so lucky and so blessed to have such incredible people on. So I'm just excited to bring you guys more fascinating, fascinating stories and, you know, just help you all grow and help me grow. I mean, most of the time I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a mastermind for free. Like, Hey, come be on my podcast and also teach me what you're doing. What's that you're doing? (laughs) So anyway, that's it guys. I hope that that helps figure out some stuff or answer some questions about podcasting, kind of a little bit about my journey too. And yeah, if you have any questions, just let me know, but have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you guys later. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl the Podcast.